0: This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But
1: Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes the the right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to put in. He comes back. Five. Young, back to throw,
2: in trouble, he's going to be sacked, no, gets away, he runs, gets away again, goes to
1: the forty. gets away again, to the 35, that's back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10, he died, touchdown 49 Third down, Alex takes the snap, Alex looking down in post, and he's got it,
2: Second down, Ryan takes the fence, throws the play to the left side. It's
0: Russell, he's The 49ers pick
1: it and Navarro Bowman. is redemption. Navarro Bowman running it all the way for a touchdown. No greater redemption. San Francisco 49ers, we can do whatever we want. Click, click, One, boom. What's going on, faithfuls? It's your boy, Mike, from the Nothing Bananas crew. Guys, I am here with another fun, conversation for you guys man listen the Warriors just won the championship last night let me turn let me turn my TV down I'm over here watching old football games and stuff man I'm watching the week seven game from 2019 the Niners played the Carolina Panthers and just destroyed that team man uh Emmanuel Sanders first game uh but yeah so the Warriors just won the ship the chip They're out there. The fans are celebrating. We didn't go live last night because we wanted to give you guys your time to enjoy the finals. We know most of the viewers here are Golden State Warrior fans or have some sort of vested interest in the Warriors. So we didn't want to go live. So we want to thank you guys for your patience and understanding. But guys, man, we got a show coming to you guys right now, man. And I got to go through these formalities, man. All Uh, All right. Listen, man. First and foremost, if you've never been here on the YouTube page and you enjoy the show, please hit that like button, subscribe, be one of the over 12,000 people who are already subscribed, okay? Click that subscribe button, okay? Make sure you are here, turn on those notifications so you know exactly when we're going live. We bring impromptu shows, we bring some shows while we're out getting our feet done, Uh, we do breaking news videos. And so you need those notifications set so you get the alerts when you know when we're going live, all right? Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine. E-R-S, that is the number nine, nothing but nine, E-R-S. We also have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. And those handles are nothing but nine. Are spelled all the way out. Nothing but N-I-N-E-R-S. All right? So get on over there. Give us a follow. Questions, comments, concerns, reviews, suggestions for the shows, anything like that. Shoot us an email, guys. N-B-9-E-R-S at nothingbutniners.com. They come directly to my phone. Like, they just come straight to me. So I'm getting the alerts and everything, and boom. All right? I'm there, and I can respond. All right? So shoot us an email. All right? Let us know who you want us to talk to. This is the downtime of the year, right? Maybe you want to see us collaborate with some of your favorite content creators for the 49ers. Let me know, all right? We'll get on over there and I'll hit those people up and I'm sure most people will be happy to collaborate with us here Nothing But Niners, all right? Uh, also, guys, last but not least, we have our Patreon, guys. Get on over there. We are actually announcing a giveaway later on today uh, for our, our top tier people. We did a party in the Palisade video there and as of right now, one person has a really good shot at winning this thing here um, but you guys got to get on over there. Head on over to patreoncom nb 9 ers There are three different tiers, and each tier has different content. I cannot emphasize that enough. Each tier has different content. Everybody is getting at least one weekly show. Uh, some pla- some of them are getting two weekly shows. So make sure you get on over there, okay? And uh, guys, we got giveaways going on over there. Make sure you get there. patreoncom nb 9 ers Again, congratulations to the Warriors for going out there and smacking some ass. Sorry, Wayne. I Listen, guys, I hit, up, I hit up the guys that's going to say, guys, man, I called out of work, right? I took the day off. I'm feeling good. I got up nice and early. I went and worked on my pool outside for the kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, added a little bit more water in there, just some cleaning on it and everything, because it's going to be 90 degrees out here, right? And then we get out there, uh, and I, I check my bank account. This is weird. I didn't get paid. I go to my calendar. Sometimes I get my weeks confused. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I wasn't supposed to get paid today. Maybe I get paid next week. I look. My calendar says it's supposed to be a payday. Well, that's interesting. So a coworker hits me up before I could even reach out to him. Hey, man, my paycheck didn't go through. Did yours? I said, no, didn't. So I called my supervisor. Hey, yo, what's going on? I didn't get a paycheck. She says, oh, my God, don't say that. I got somebody coming to work on my boat today. Like, this is crazy. So she goes, she calls the upper management. They say, listen, we don't know what happened. I am so sorry. I don't know what's going on. We'll try to find something out. She calls me and tells me that. Oh, that makes me feel sick to my stomach. I took a sick day. Let's extend the weekend, man. Let's extend the weekend, right? Now I can bring you guys this show. And that's why I'm here, man. This is great. I cannot wait to just have a good time. So I hit up Breezy and I'm like, yo guys, man, I I took off today. I'm feeling good. Like I'm gonna do a show at 1030. Who wants to join? And Breezy's response was, and I quote, he probably gonna be mad at me for saying this. He he probably gonna be mad at me for saying this. I love you, Breezy. But it was three words, three words. Anybody wanna try to guess the words before I tell y'all what Breezy said? So I decided I'm going to do a show this morning in case anyone wants to join. It's going to be a fun Q&A. No pressure. We don't have any certain topics to discuss or anything like that. We're just going to get on there and kick it, right? Breezy responded with three words. Come on, guys, try to guess the three words that he said. Come on. Y'all know know Wayne Breezy is a Celtics fan. I'm going to tell y'all what he said. (laughs) He said, man, F that. All right, Jay, that was a good guess, right? (laughs) Close, but not quite. Hell freaking no. Nope, not quite. Not quite, man. <laughs> no effing way. <laughs> oh, man. Hell effing no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are close. Y'all are close, but not quite there, man. Listen, man. Breezy bore some fire. He said, Is it, I'm, I'm waiting for us to get you past seven minutes. All right. We just crossed the seven-minute mark. I can actually <laughs> kiss my ass. Oh, man. F you, Mike. You effing kidding. Where'd it go? Look, look, look. Oh, Callie got it. Callie got it. Where'd it go? Wait. He'll fuck the Warriors. <laughs> he didn't say good morning. He didn't say hope y'all have a good day. <laughs> None of the positive affirmations he normally hits us with in the morning. And hasn't said shit in the group chat since then, y'all. <laughs> so now, so now I'm gonna call him. Now he might be at work. I might get in trouble for calling him. I'm gonna call him live on air. Let me see if he answers. Let's see if I can get Wayne to pick up the phone. He's gonna curse me all the way out,
0: yo. Come on, bro.
1: Come on, bro. Answer the phone. Do it one time for your homie. <laughs> oh, what's happening? Hold on, wait, let me let me turn my Wi-Fi off. I hate Wi-Fi calling. All right, let me try this again. Let's see. Let's see if we can get Wayne to answer the phone.
0: He gonna curse me out.
1: <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a complete disaster. Hey, bro, you at work? Yeah, I'm at work, man. All right. I just wanted to let you know I love you today, man.
0: Yeah, I love you too,
1: bro. <laughs> So I'm on air, and I just told the story <laughs> of how I text the group this morning. I'm all feeling good. And <laughs> you responded with three <laughs> words and haven't said shit since then. <laughs> so I'm live right now. They can hear you. Is there anything you want to say to the people? Man, I'm going to let you go. I know you at work. I'm going to let you go.
0: Um. Look, man. Look, look. The
2: Warriors. The Warriors won. So, congratulations. That's it. But you know what's crazy, yo, Like the whole shit got me just scratching my head. I, I, I don't. I don't understand what I witnessed. It's not like I witnessed pure dominance from the Warriors. Like I just don't know what the subject did. Like they were just different. Like I can't explain how they was. I can explain how they was different, but then it will sound like I'm white.
0: I so, understand. Right. I
2: was,
1: Right, so congratulations to the Warriors. Congratulations to all the Warriors fans. I'm going to unfollow about 400 of you motherfuckers. That's what I'm about to do. Like, I'm going to unfollow you
2: until July 29th. That's what I'm going to do. i I have to do that to keep my sanity, bro.
1: Let's <laughs> go. I like it, man. I love them, though. All right, man. Listen, man, you, you have a great day over there, bro, and I'll talk to you soon, all right? All right, man. All right, man. Bye. Wayne is going to kill me, man. I'm so glad he was at work. He couldn't cuss me out the way that he wanted to, man. But yeah. So let me get this comment off because I don't feel that way. That was what Wayne said this morning. So if you guys are jumping in late and you see that up there, don't, that is not the added, that is not the energy I'm bringing. I was very happy that the warriors won the game. I said warriors in five. I was off by a game. They did it in six. Um, You know, it was, it was a fun series. It was a competitive, it was a competitive back and forth, you know, like the game even started kind of crazy. Like the, the Celtics start on a fourteen and two run. You got to be feeling yourself, like we at home, momentum's on our side. And then the Warriors in this in the second quarter, I believe, it was the second quarter. They go on like a twenty one and zero run. It was cr- like, and they would just battle back and forth. And then the third quarter starts, uh, and and the 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 Celtics like they come in, they come in in, in hard, like they they get the game close. They down by like four, and then the Warriors just. Walked away with the rest of it, man. Like, the back and forth, the ebbs and flows of that game was nuts, man. It was absolutely nuts. But I did say that this was going to be a Q&A. So I am going to go back all the way up to the top of the comments here. And I'm going to see if you guys had any questions for us. At this point in time, you guys can start firing off questions or topics you want to hear my opinion on. Feel free to uh, fire away here. Let me, let me put a little uh, banner up here so as people join, they know what we're doing. All right. Let me, let me create a banner here. Uh, Live, let's see here. Live Q&A. Let me see here. What else can I say? Live Q&A. Where's that little thing with the line? Nope, not that one. It's this. Uh, No topic.
0: Off limits. Let's have some fun today.
1: Let's have some fun here. All right. Boom. Oh, wait. I want to put a space there. I don't like the way that looks. Let me. Uh, there we go. Save. Boom. All right. Oh, uh, there we go. So now I'm going to go through and look at any questions that you guys may have had uh, and we'll talk about any and everything. All right. Nothing is off limits. Now, I will say uh, I do have my beautiful daughter here with me today. So it is just the two of us here right now. My kids had a half a day at school. Uh, Monday is their last day. My wife had off for Juneteenth. Huh? How about my job not paying me when, when people are people celebrating Juneteenth? If y'all don't know what Juneteenth is, please look it up, man. Please, look, it's basically the Fourth of July for Black people, but instead of our own country, we got out of slavery. All right. And not only did they want me to come in and work today, they didn't pay me. I didn't get my paycheck, man. So yeah, I felt sick and I called out. All right. So here we go, man. Let's start with the let's start with the questions here. Uh, Vernon Freeman says last year Ayuk returned punts and was not very good at it. Is this Ray Ray's job now, or do you think anyone else will fill this role? How much do you think Ray Ray plays on offense? So, there are some ball security issues with Ray Ray. Yes, he's fun. Yes, he's explosive. Uh, Ray Ray McLeod reminds me of uh, there was this little guy that was on Houston, and then he was on Denver. There was an H in his name. Uh, he was a return. T- Trendon Holiday. Bam, boom. Just came like that, like that. Trendon Holiday was one of my favorite return man in the nfl because he was so electric but he couldn't hold on to the damn ball he couldn't hold on to the damn ball fast as hell uh i think ray ray mccloud is kind of like a poor man's version of him similar issues great speed but some ball security issues um but we also got some rookies we got some rookies who do some returns so it'll be interesting to see how the niners decide to uh play this out this year you know they they have some options there preseason is going to be a lot of fun man uh, I know a lot of people don't get excited about preseason. It's uh, The games don't count and all that. They don't, but you're evaluating the guys that you got. You know, as fans who don't attend open practices and things like that, preseason is the first time to see the draft picks in our offense, in our system, along with their, with their you know, coworkers and counterparts. Um, and so I, I get really excited about preseason, and the return person is going to be a top choice. You know, we heard Kyle Shanahan talking about um, – Talking about the same situation, he said he wanted Ray-Ray McLeod uh, for a free agent wide receiver, just his route running ability and what he could do in the backfield and things like that. This was during the State of the Franchise that came on a couple of days ago. Uh, He was talking about how he wanted him as a wide receiver. And then when they looked at potential punt returners, he said, hey, I also want want this guy as that. I also want him as a return man. So to have him on your list at both positions really, really says something about his abilities and what they think they can get out of him. Uh it it feels like it might be Ray Ray's job, but I wouldn't be surprised if a dark horse came up in there. All right. And as far as how much of a role I think he plays on offense, uh again, Kyle said he wanted him here. Ray Ray McLeod is probably wide receiver five right now. He's probably wide receiver five, which is a good spot to be in. It's his position to lose. You know, they went out there in free agency, they got him, they signed him, they give him a nice little deal. Um, it's his position to lose. Don't get beat up by some of these names that are are lower than yours, man. You you got at least position five that's a good spot to be in in the 49ers uh kyle shanahan run offense all right um steven fox says in your opinion who was the better tight end for the niners brent jones vernon davis or george kittle oh man so you're gonna all right now i'm gonna admit that i have a bias in this already okay I, i do have a bias uh and that is gonna be with uh
0: What is this? Hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta. Give me one second. Sorry, guys.
1: All right. I'm sorry. Um, so... Uh, I have a bias. Like Vernon Davis is my favorite 49ers tight end of all time, um, so I'm gonna pick Vernon naturally. Now Brent Jones is no slouch. You know, um, he never had like crazy yards, like how Vernon Davis had a couple. You know, 900 yard seasons. Um, I, I think Vernon Davis got over a thousand yards once. I think, or he was really, really close to it. No, uh, I don't think he did. Actually, never mind. Vernon Davis had a 965. That's what it was. He had 965 and 13 touchdowns in 2009. Like, just really came into his own. You know, this is when uh, you have a guy like Mike Singletary lighting a fire under your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is when those things happen. Um, and taught this kid, like, you need to be a part of the team, not out there playing for yourself. Because you look at Vernon Davis's numbers before that. You know, you guys remember that. I want winners. Y'all remember the speech, right? Well, Vernon Davis was on the team for four years, right? 265 yards, 3 touchdowns. 509 yards, not bad, right? 4 touchdowns. 358 yards, 2 touchdowns. Then we get the Mike Singletary year, 2009, okay? And uh was that the two was that was that Singletary's year? Or was that 2010? We went from Singletary to Harbaugh, so that was 2010 that. Never mind, so never mind. But Something lit a fire under this guy. So I, I think I got my years wrong. But he did have another 900-plus-yard season that year with Singletary as the head coach, all right? But 965 and 13 touchdowns, he follows that up with 914 yards and seven touchdowns, okay? And Vernon Davies had a couple of 13-touchdown games, right? So he has a – I have a bias for him. But that's not to say that Brent Jones wasn't anything special, you know, because uh, he was. Brent Jones – and you got to think about when they were playing and how they used tight ends back then. He had a couple 700 yard seasons, a couple 600 yard seasons, but his best season, as far as encompassing everything, 670 yards and nine touchdowns. That is a lot of touchdowns for a tight end back then, which also got him, you know, a Pro Bowl, a Pro Bowl selection in that year. What's the matter, baby? So go potty, okay? You got to do number one or number two. You got PP. Okay, so you know how to you know how to wipe and wash your hands and everything. Go ahead. Big girl. There's no mouse in there. I got them all. Okay? All right. Go ahead.
0: Turn the light on so you can see.
1: Okay. What if there's a mouse in there? You see the shit that we just got to say to kids to get them, you know, get them, like, do normal stuff? What if there's a mouse in there? Where did she get that from? All right. Anyhow. Um, But George Kittle is quickly climbing the ladder as far as as far as, uh, as far as you know all-time tight ends for the 49ers, you know what I mean? But as of now, you know, I, I, George Kittle has a very small sample size. I'm saying very small, like he hasn't been here for five years, right? Uh, but it's a small sample size, uh, health issues and things like that, and never close to 13 touchdowns, not even half. you know, George Kittle's best isn't even half of the 13 touchdown seasons that Vernon Davis did twice. So uh, my answer is Vernon Davis, but George Kittle clearly has better yards per season than Vernon Davis. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's kinda it's kind of give and take. It's kind of give and take. Um yeah, man, it's it's a good it's a good thing all around, man. I you can't go wrong with any of those three guys, but good question. You know what? Let me see if my man wants to join really quick. I gotta Let me see what my man's doing here. Look at this. Hey, man, I got a question for you. We're live, by the way. Don't say anything incriminating. It's going to get us in trouble. (laughs) All right, guys, that resident GM, this is Tony here. In your opinion, who was a better tight end for the Niners? Brent Jones, Vernon Davis, or George Kittle? Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Are you kidding me?
1: Uh, hey, Stephen Fox asked the question, man. Not me, bro. Yo,
0: know, it's, it's three different errors. Like, um, I honestly, I like Vernon. Vernon was a speed guy. He, you know, very inconsistent hands, but he was a burner. Brett Jones was like the security blanket
1: for Steve Young. And, um, you know, Kittle has his injury concerns, but he was probably the best blocker and all-around talent as a tight end. So I think it will
0: come down between um, Jones and Kittle. I don't
1: know who I would go with though. All right. I hear you, man. Listen, I know you're out there working and everything. I'll let you go. I'm on, I'm on live. I'm doing the Q&A with everybody. I figured I'd tap you in for that one. I went with Vernon Davis just because of, uh, I, like I said, I have a bias that was, like, my favorite time, like, you know, watching the Niners and uh, – you know, 13, two, two 13 touchdown seasons, uh, a couple of 900 yard seasons and everything. It was just a different animal. But I did give Brent Jones his props, you know, having uh, the 600 something yards and uh, seven touchdowns or nine touchdowns in a year. And back in those times is a big, big deal. So, yeah. you know, I, I definitely gave him his props. Uh, I would, I would go Vernon Davis first, Brent Jones second, George Kittle third, honestly. Uh, but George Kittle can obviously change that. He's got a, you know, he's got a nice long career ahead of him still. Yep. So, all right, man, I'll let you go, bro. Uh, You can give me a call if you want to jump back on, all right? All right. I posted the link in the room. You can join audio only, whatever you want to do, all right? All right, buddy. All right, man. All right, so Stephen Fox doubles up with the questions here. He says, who would you put your money on for Defensive Rookie of the Year? Now, this is a very, very tricky topic, right? So you have a guy like Ahmad Gardner, who is the cornerback for the Jets, who would probably be really, really good. But the Jets aren't going to get a lot of coverage, right? It has to be someone who plays a position where they're going to be saying his name a lot, who's going to be on a team that's going to be covered a lot by the NFL. And, you know, the politics have to come in. They have to be competitive. They got to be winning some games. You know what I'm saying? So my answer, I got two of them. Uh, One is going to be George uh, Carlo. I can't say this dude's name, Carloftis, Karlof, Karloftis, all right, the edge guy that the Chiefs drafted, and then the other one is going to be Nick Benito <clears throat> because he's over there with the Broncos. So edge players always have like this, this uh, unless you're just tearing it up and you're intercepting you know, 12 passes in, in, in the season, but uh, corners who get a lot of interceptions get it, and then edge guys for, for defensive rookies of the year, and your team has to be getting headlines. They have to have some primetime games it's going to probably be one of these guys from the Broncos or the Chiefs. They can't get enough of those guys. So those would be my two guys. If I had to pick one over the other, I would probably go with Nick Benito just because his name is easier to say, right? Like, that's that's it. No one's going to be saying uh, Karlaftis. Sorry, no disrespect at all. No disrespect at all. But that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Nick Benito. All right? Uh, he says Sauce Gardner. Right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's guys out there that are, are going to be uh, – Playing and they're going to be playing well, but the teams have to give them some spotlight. and I don't know if Sauce is doing that, bro. That's what I was saying. I don't know if Sauce is doing that. So he went to a a pretty bad place to go to, you know what I'm saying? All right, let me see what else we got here. Uh, oh, I all right, I can understand this logic because he's in New York and it's the East Coast, they do have that East Coast thing where we get a lot of praise here. I think you would have a better shot if he was on the Giants just because. Of the uh NFC East and the spotlight that the NFL loves putting on them, but AFC East, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All right. Uh let me see here. Uh hopefully Nick comes back soon. Hope all is well with him. Uh, I've been seeing Nick on social media. He's know he's watching stories and things like that. So I know he's all right. I haven't heard from him though, guys. So keep praying for him. That's all I can say. Hit him up, see if he responds. Good luck with that stuff. Um, good morning, Mike. What's cracking, fam? Go Niners. Hey, man, I'm living the dream and dreaming to live and hoping I get my paycheck this week. That's all I, that's, you know, that's where I'm at right now. But I decided I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm going to have a great day. You know, I, I got up, we did some Play-Doh dentistry with my daughter. We got this little molding kit where you make teeth and you got the toothbrush and we did that stuff, you know, went outside and worked on the pool. Man, I'm having a great day. I'm having a great day. Uh, TB, what's going on? He says, Mike, do you trust the plan that Kyle is going with? this year the plan uh Trey Lance new offensive line uh changing up some of the offensive schemes maybe some more downfield stuff I say you gotta trust it man one thing I do know is that Kyle Shanahan puts his players in the best positions for the players you know we've seen him come up with three different offenses in one season one for Jimmy Garoppolo one for C.J. Beathard and another one for Nick Mullins I have the absolute faith in Kyle that he can come up with an offense for a guy like Trey Lance, this is this hand-selected guy. Like he wanted this guy, you know. If he wanted another Jimmy Garoppolo statue-type guy, he could have drafted the guy that the uh, the Patriots ended up getting. And um and uh, goddamn, watch my name, uh, Mac, uh, what's up, Mark Michael, Michael, M- McCorkle Jones, Matt Jones. Damn, that was really hard to get out. But he could have went with a guy like that. He could have went with a guy who um played on a bigger stage. In Justin Field. That's who I wanted him to get, right? But he wanted something specifically in Trey Lance. Young, moldable, doesn't have bad habits in him, and all the talent and, and, and the highest ceiling of anybody in the draft. I absolutely trust Kyle, man. Now it doesn't mean because I trust him doesn't mean that I'm banking on it working, right? Uh I think that worst case scenario, the Niners win seven games this year. I think the max, we can win 12. You know what I'm saying? So uh I still trust it. I still trust it. Um, But it doesn't mean that I I think it's going to work. You know, we have to see how it goes. All right. Uh, Kyle, uh, Callie Young says, once training camp starts, I'll change my tier on Patreon. Hey, that's fine, bro. The the shows are going on, though. I will say that the shows are continuing to go on. There's another one coming later on today where we're announcing a winner. All right. Uh, Some some feedback on the finals, man. Stage was too big (laughs) for Tatum. Tatum showed no heart. You know, he's a young man, man. He's a young man. The, the, they're going to be good for a long time. They're going to be competitive. They have a nice team there, uh, and it's sustainable. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're going to be a good team, and Tatum's going to be that guy. I really do think he's going to be that guy. So uh, I'm not going to, you know, give him too much flack. You know, the stage is often too big for people. But they, I, I, like I said, they went out there and they gave it their all, man. That was a really, really good uh, – it was a good, good games all series, all series. So I like the whole thing. All right, now I'm getting here to uh, <laughs> don't do that to Wayne. All right, so I'm catching up on all that stuff, man. Catching up on all that stuff. Uh, put a link to your Patreon in the chat and on the YouTube channel about the page. That is a good idea, man. I should definitely be doing that. And if you guys did miss it, um, where to go? where to go? We have one. I have it up here. Uh, I'll pop it up here really quick so you guys can see it. It's patreon.com slash NB9ERS. And you're absolutely right. I should put that in the chat. You guys want to get there. Who's mute? I'm not mute. Can you guys hear me? I see the
0: word mute. All
1: right. I think you guys can hear me, though. I think I would have gotten some phone calls by now. All right. Uh, Let me see here. What else we got here? So... Let me go back and let you guys know you get those questions going. All right. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Can't wait to do this giveaway today, man. Can't wait to do this giveaway. Um, la, 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 la. love you, Breezy. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, we got the link here. Here we go. Now, this is something exciting right here. Mike, please talk about the first black woman part owner of an NFL team. This is great, right? Melody Hobson is the is a woman's name, right? Um, they the the Denver Broncos have been sold uh 4.65 billion dollars right in the walter perner family ownership group in the final stages of approval with melody hopson set to become part owner of the team this is incredible i mean this is you we talk about change and things like that happening this is how it starts this is how it starts right um you you heard the comments from like the the houston texans owner where he was like uh the the inmate to run the asylum and or the, the the prisoners are run the penitentiary whatever fuck it was that he said you know like that mentality can't be changed it has to be it has to like run its course it's gotta it's gotta i don't want to like wish death on anybody so that's not what i'm trying to say but that mentality has to just fade away right that mentality doesn't change you can tell them don't say that you can tell people don't think that way don't process things that way but if it's here it's here it doesn't matter how much coaching we try to do around it or about it or anything like that um you can have all the the ethnic courses and sensitivity training and all that shit that you want to but a person's mentality and their mindset is that is just that and you have these uh wealthy billionaire men who grew up a long time ago a lot of these guys are 60 plus years old 70 plus years old their mindset and their mentality is never going to align the right way. And when it's all said and done, when it's time to make decisions, they are the guys that control things. This is how change starts right here. This is how change starts. Melody Hobson is set to become the first part owner of an NFL franchise. Minority woman, a black woman, man. You'd love to see it, man. So this is great. This deserves a round of applause. If I had a soundboard set up, I would do it, but I don't have one here, but congratulations to her. Shout out to the Broncos also. Again, another reason they're going to be in the headlight. Another reason, I mean, spotlight. Another reason why Nick Benita was probably going to be your rookie of the year, your defensive rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? So that's great, man. Marcus Bailey, thank you so much for posting that in there, man. I really do appreciate it, all right? More love to Breezy. Mike tell Wayne. I guess what he said. Oh, I'll definitely let him know, man. I'll go back and let him know. Um, all right, here we go. Ronnie says, uh, Mike, I know the new coaching staff know each other but how well do you think they will work together in jail? Oh, this is a big argument between me and Tony just yesterday. Just yesterday Tony and I were arguing about this. Uh I got I got really bad vibes during the state of the franchise. Uh I'm not going to spill all the beans here cuz this was a Patreon episode so me saying it here is kind of like taking away from what I gave them there but uh I didn't like the hiring process or lack of for our special teams coordinator, it was a familiarity hire. Kyle worked with this guy at UCLA and, and played against him with Seattle. Was just like, hey, we got an opening. You want to come in? And that was it. Um, I think that these familiarity hires could potentially come back to bite us in the ass at some point. I still think that you need to vet your your coaching staff. I think you need to go out and and interview these guys. You know, you, you hear Kyle say, you know, I wasn't looking forward to um, – having to spend my off season doing interviews, you know, it's not something I wanted to do, which means that you could be a little lackluster. You could be a little lazy in the interview process. You could just say, all right, we'll just take this guy. And you don't want that. You don't want that for your team, right? And I don't care if it's offensive or defensive side of the ball. You just don't want them having a lackluster approach to trying to sustain greatness. You know, we have had, you know, two NFC championships in three seasons and all that, but we're changing the guard here. This is a, this is a new offense, new offensive line, new quarterback, new weapons out there. You have a Debo Sammy, who I believe is still unhappy, but that's gonna come out later on, right? You wanna make sure that you are out there actually vetting and getting guys to work with your team to get them on the same page as you. Now, familiarity does help with that, right? If you know who I am and you know how I am, it's easier for you to spread my message to the players. So I do get that and I understand that at some point, but I would like to see them venture out a little bit more. Now, you do hear about Kyle um like. Mike Shanahan having an office at the stadium, right? Uh, you hear about uh, Vic Fangio doing some consulting with the 49ers. So they are venturing out also. You can't always hire these guys as part of your your, your staff, but as long as they're going out and they're doing it the right way, they're uh, you know outsourcing and getting some other information from outside the building, it's a beautiful thing to see. I do think that they're still doing it the right way, but we got to be careful because another successful season, more position coaches will go. We're gonna start running out of guys, you know, and we're gonna have to see Kyle do it the right way. But as of right now, I think it's okay. So Ronnie, I hope I answered that question uh, well enough for you. Okay. Which Niners gonna be at the Warriors Day par- uh, Warriors Parade? I think you see head coach Kyle Shanahan out there. I think you see George Kittle out there. I think you see Trey Lance out there. Um, I don't know if Debo's gonna show up out there. Hey, I don't know. I, I don't know. I can't call it with that guy. I don't know if Debo's gonna show up. Um, but they showed a couple of Niners in the, in the stands at the games when they were at home, when the Warriors were playing at home. So uh, probably those guys. There was – um, damn, was it Sudfeld that was there also? Might, I, think it, I think it was Nate Sudfeld that was there as well. So, you know, the, the norm, the norms. How confident are you in our O-line? On a scale of 1 to 10, if I had to say my confidence level right now, I would say a 6.5, 6.5. Easily swayed one way or the other, though. By the way, like when I look at Aaron Banks and what I thought of Aaron Banks coming out, I know a lot of people were down on him, but I was never really that down on him. I, I just saw a change in philosophy coming. Um, you look at uh Jake Brindell, and I know that he's worked with uh Trey Lance since Trey Lance has been here, they have the chemistry together, not Alex Mack and Trey Lance, Jake Brindell. That makes me feel better, you know. Uh, we'll find out what's going to happen at Wright Garden. Hopefully, Mike mcglinchy comes back, and you guys know. I have been much higher on Mike McGlinchey than most people have. So I've always been in favor of him. And then you got big Trent on the other side. I like the potential in the offensive line, but confidence is going to come from cohesion. And uh, I haven't seen them all working together yet. So uh, my confidence is at a 6.5 right now. But again, I just need to see a couple of good reps from them and I'll give you a better assessment. All right. Uh, Mike, how does the East Coast perceive Trey? I'm assuming you're talking about Trey Lance. Um, You know, I haven't heard much negative about him. People are iffy, though. They're like, yeah, you know, the phone calls that I get from friends and family, they're all. Hold up. Hey, babe.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Well, our, our car is back. If dad doesn't feel like taking you, I can take you if you want later. But you let me know what y'all want to do. It doesn't matter to me either way. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I'm on live. People are saying hi. It's okay. And then Lena says hi. You want to talk to mommy? I'm going to give you Lena the phone so she can talk to you, okay? All right. Here, you go over there on that chair though, okay? Go ahead, Go talk to mommy over there. All right. Um, hi, Mom. The phone calls I get uh, regarding Trey Lance it's like hey man you know unfortunately people who aren't watching the Niners as closely and as intently as we are don't quite have the same thought process and same insight so when national media guys are saying oh the Niners are going uh with Jimmy Garoppolo instead of Trey Lance for a second year because Jimmy's still on the roster people start believing that you know they start believing Trey Lance couldn't beat out Jimmy Garoppolo. He had a bad shoulder and a bad thumb and they still wouldn't play him. That means that he's not ready. They do end up believing things like that. So I do get some questions. Unfortunately, the national media is shaping that, unfortunately. And so they are all, they don't have a positive view on them. They don't have a negative view on them. Uh, The one thing I will say that I got from like football guys, they say that he landed in in the best with the best team in the best situation. Um, We have a stacked roster, stacked offense, and we have a uh, high-powered or high, uh, highly, what's the word? Highly touted mind in Kyle Shanahan. So he landed in the best spot. So if anyone can get it out of him, they think it's either him or Andy Reid. So I like that. That is some of the stuff that I've heard about Trey Lance. Callie says, Mike, are you concerned about the offensive line? I just discussed that. Uh, like I said, I'm at a 6.5 with my confidence level right now. All right. Um, what would you have done different so far rebuilding the 49ers this year? Um, I'm not sure that we're technically rebuilding. Uh, I am a person that likes the development of players, right? So we got some offensive linemen last year. I want to see those guys get a fair shot, right? Um, we uh, we got some young corners. We saw Ambry Thomas come on at the end of the year. I, I would I I want to see him compete. So I like the way that they did that. Uh, defensive line um i'm happy they went and got an edge rusher with our with our top pick in the draft and i'm happy they got a speedy wide receiver um i don't have too much i would have done differently if i'm being honest with you um i maybe would have found a veteran um, i i think maybe i would have found a veteran strong safety but again if you believe in development you got to see guys like uh hufunga get their chance or ward get his chance you know what i'm saying so uh I don't have a lot of complaints. I know a lot of people want to see big signings and things like that. I'm not that guy. I want some homegrown talent here. Uh, so that, that's what those are the things that I like. And we've been doing that so far. So I, I say we've been all right so far. Question, Mike, how many games do you think Trey will win in his first five games? The first five games are really, really uh, interesting. So if I pull up the 49er schedule here, because I want to make sure I know we play. I know we play the Bears and we play Seattle. Um I know uh, Bears, Seattle, and then if I'm not mistaken, it's like the Chiefs or some shit like that, right? Oh, Broncos. I knew it was one of those teams. All right, so the first five games are Bears, Seattle. I mean, let me do it this way. Bears, Seahawks, Broncos, Rams, and Panthers. We could easily walk out of there two and three. We could easily walk out of there two and three. I'm going to say that we leave out of there I'm going to say four and one. I'm going to say four and one.
0: I think we could beat the Bears. I think we could beat the Seahawks.
1: I think we can beat the Panthers and the Broncos and Rams. You can pick one. You can pick one, but we're not going to lose back to back. And both of them are primetime night games. We're not going to lose both of those games. We're going to win one of those games in primetime spotlight. So, uh, and it's going to let the league know hey, we're here. We're here. And we'll, we'll be. Early, early favorites at that point. Oh, give me a thumbs up. You ready, bro? (laughs) That ain't the finger I asked for. (laughs) What's good, man? What's going on with you, man? You all right over there, bro? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good.
2: I'm not sad. Just disappointed, man. But hey, man, I see you up here doing your thing, bro. I was like, let me go ahead and jump on for like, I got like 20 minutes with no kids right now. So let me just jump on here. Shoot the breeze, my boy Mike. I'm gonna eat these Uts cheese doodles, though. That's Woo!
1: fine. That's fine. I haven't had it. man the cheap The puffy ones are the good one, not the hard, crunchy ones. The puffy. Yes. Yeah. 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 The cur- yes, those be the ones I hit. Um, they asked how many games you think Trey can win in the first five games. So just to run it down, I don't know how how long you were in there. Um, I think they got. It's Bears. It's Bears. The Bears. The Seahawks, Hawks. Broncos. The Chiefs Rams, and then Panthers.
2: On the Panthers. I think they go, ooh, they either go four and one or three and two. Okay. Four and like one it. or
1: three and two. I like it. I like it a lot, man. Oh, so I i was talking to the chat, right? And I was like, I was telling them everything, you know. I, I sent this message in the group chat. I was like, Wayne responded with three words. Guess what he said? And Callie guessed it. He, <laughs> The no, yeah, he did not. It. He wanted yo. me to let you know. like He he, he guessed it. He was like, let him know. I guessed it. So. That boy that know me, funny. man. He know me yeah. like a can of paint, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Bobby Robinson has an interesting question. What do you think our record will be? So listen, man, a, before you six. give me like, just one definitive one, give me like your best case scenario and then give me your worst case scenario. That's smart.
2: I think the worst case scenario, they win minimum 10 games. Like worst case scenario. But the best case scenario, I think they win maximum, I would say 12 games. So I got them at 11 and six.
1: Heard you, okay. You know, so 11 think, and
2: six, 12 and five, or, or you know, yeah. It's kind of where I, I got
1: them. I think worst case scenario is we're seven and 10. Okay. Because we play a lot of really, really good teams. We don't know how the offensive, we know what we want the offensive line to be, right? But mm-hmm. we don't know how to, they're all gonna gel and everything. I think worst case scenario 17. it doesn't mean it's a bad a bad year or a wasted year no that, that's that's a bad year bro it's a bad record but the team it's can a show bad up. year well I mean if if Trey is looking better and better I think I think it's a good thing you know what I mean so it, it
2: might be a good thing that Trey's looking better but it's still a bad year overall like the 49ers need to solidify themselves on where they're gonna be in this NFL race so it's like they got to make the playoffs every year, and that you ain't making it at seven and whatever, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so, even if Trey does look good toward you know whatever, and the team all of a sudden can't come around him and, and continue to build wins, that's not a good look. So, right. and that's why I keep saying that's a bad year. That's like Kyle Shanahan, just that's his that's his norm, right? right? That four, five, six, seven win. That's his we don't want that, we want it's a, we want to figure out what's going what. We want be double digit player.
1: wins every year.
2: Every year, at least give us that.
1: Yeah. You know what and I mean? That's why I have my ceiling and my record prediction this year is twelve five. Uh, yeah, twelve and five. Nice. My nice. Record nice. nice. This year. That's that's where I'm at. So, uh, but my floor, like I said, is seven. Is seven, and that's where things falling apart and the team just, you know what I'm saying? Not uh, you know, not not really getting it done. Uh, and James says my company honors Juneteenth as they should. Man, yo, bro, man, my company didn't pay me today. My paycheck didn't come through. I called, oh, made me feel sick to my stomach. I called out sick. How you not pay the black man? Yo, you laughing at, that's why I'm home.
2: I was wondering why Mike was home. I'm like, Mike not going to work today? Something had to happen. Bro. How do they not pay the black man on a holiday weekend?
1: They better have my money in by Monday, which is gonna be damn hard because it's a federal holiday.
2: It's a federal holiday, banks are closed. Maybe you'll so, get it tomorrow.
1: We'll see what happens. We'll see. It's, you got direct deposit, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it should, and it's, it's a credit union. Mean? Like credit unions, they get them early. So I don't, man. All right. I ain't going to, I don't want to. Well, uh, it's not the bank. It's the job. Yes, that's true. Now, let me ask you this question here. Say this person's name. Because this, this is a a constant supporter of our channels here. Now, oh, E he Nice, oh, 023. You see E Nice, right? or e-n-y-c you remember the clothing brand m-m-c m-m-m-c it it was spelled just like this this was how it was spelled but there was no dash so i always said inichi. Um, oh inichi, yeah that's what i called it but then someone told me it's n-y-c it was n-y-c and so now i don't know i don't know what this person's name is E nice? The dash
2: makes me say it's E Nice. E nice.
1: Right. Okay. But if it all was right. all
2: together, I would have been mm-hmm. like NYC.
1: Right. Um. We were talking earlier about who the potential punt returner is going to be. He says Ray Ray or Danny Gray. What do you got on Oh, you think it's Ray Ray 100%, man. 100%. Huh? Kyle kind of hinted at that during the uh, state so of the So did Brian Schneider. Right? Like, <laughs> right. that's so. Good. Yo, was this like a secret state of the franchise? There was no buzz about this. Right. Like, Yo, they, they, there
2: was no up, there was no alert, there was no like whatever, it just came on. If you had your alert set to on, th- turn your alerts on. If you got your alert set to on, you were able to watch it. Other than that, I missed the whole, I I don't know if they showed like the front office speeches, but I missed that. I jumped right in on the Kyle Shanahan and the Nico Ryan's uh, talk, so I missed John Lynch and whatever, I had to go back and rewatch that.
1: Yeah, Jed York had was on it, but like it was just so weird. Like, normally you see people, oh, I'm going to the stage of the franchise, I'm going, I'm going, like the tickets and all that. I didn't see any of that this year. Nah, because they were probably told to
2: keep it silent because it was a recording and a a release.
1: A bird just flew into the window, baby. It's okay. I mean, I don't know. Did it break the window? Nah, I didn't break it, but speaking of breaking
2: windows, bro, I gotta run home because the tree people is taking down the tree. Well, they're not taking down the tree because I ain't have enough money to take down the tree. But they're taking all the limbs off that are rotted out. You know what I'm saying? So my tree going to be naked when I get home.
1: Oh, man. Hey, you know, we had to do something similar here, but only because it was a hazard. I got a, a landscaping guy, and he rides his mower. And this this magnolia tree that we have here, one of the branches is shaped like a V. It dips down. My man was riding the mower. I was here when it happened. He was riding the mower. Boom. Knock his hat off his head. He almost fell off the riding mower and shit. It could have been a disaster. He was like, hey, we got to do something. I was like, hey, take the branch off, bro. $600 to take the branch off. Yo, they get guap.
2: Yo, I, I'm in the wrong business, bro. I need to be in the tree business. Like something, yo. So right. I, I'm just like, yo, they wanted like two stacks just to trim the tree. And I'm right. like, but it's not even my tree. That's God tree, yo. Like, how, how we get, how I got to get charged for the tree he created? You can you can't. It's
1: gotcha I, you can't do that way
2: what <laughs> gotcha. is his tree you know what I'm saying and, and i i didn't I didn't ask him to plant this little seed to make it this big oak you know what I'm saying but hey right. man it is what it is though you know I told guys that listen man you know this is my tides dog so uh you know I'm gonna be short for a few months you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I think god understands that's my dog
1: yeah 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 all right, here we go. Here's another question here. Where do you rank Brandon Lloyd among all-time 49ers receivers? This he's is in the top the question. I think he's in the top 10. He might be in the top 5, bro. Uh, okay. That's So let's, do the, let's 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 do the obvious ones here. This now, is we're talking tough. about we're talking about their time with the Niners or are we talking about them and they happen to play for the Niners. Like is Randy Moss going to be in this conversation because he was No, because
2: 15. his contributions to the Niners weren't significant.
1: We made it to the Super Bowl with him.
2: Yeah, but his contribution wasn't significant. It was insignificant. Wait, was he on the Super Bowl roster? Nah, he wasn't. Like even that the year he was here, it was insignificant, bro. Right. Like I, I thought his four hundred whatever yards he had was good, but clearly,
1: right. It was it was it was an older version of him. So you know. Yeah. All right. So Brandon Lloyd, man. He's one of my favorite receivers, like, just to watch. Like, this guy was Gumby out there, right? Um, You got Jerry Rice. So Rice, Owens. Terrell Owens. Owens. Taylor. Yeah, John Taylor, absolutely.
2: Dwight Clark was a receiver.
1: His contribution was more emotional than statistically.
2: I hear you, but people have him ranked as that catch.
1: He's not in my top five. I ain't gonna lie. He he might be in my top ten. Uh, J. J. I, I got Michael Crabtree. I got Michael Crabtree ahead of him. We we going, JJ
2: Stokes. JJ Stokes. Michael Crabtree. I don't. I mean, I'm just trying to name ten so we can see where Brandon Lloyd goes. I think
1: I think Brandon Lloyd might be might be next.
2: See, I don't think Brandon. Lo- I thought he made some amazing catches, but he wasn't all that. I thought he, he made some here. amazing. He was here twice, wasn't he? Yeah, did we have him first and he got somewhere else and then... He went to like the Patriots he, or something
1: like that, right? Hold on, let me let me pull up his... Uh, I thought me, Brandon Lloyd sure. was a Bronco Patriots. He was by the Niners in 03. Right. And then he went to Washington in 06 and 07. He went to Chicago in 08. Then he was with Denver. That's what I remember him from. In 09, 2010. 2011, he was with Denver and New England. And then he came back to San Francisco in 2014. Yeah, he finished his career with the team that Where he, he started. started. Yeah, but like he actually not no one day thing, like he actually got a little bit of burn here. But listen to his numbers while he was here, right? So uh I'm gonna do some quick math here. Uh in three seasons, mm-hmm. he had about sixteen hundred yards and thirteen touchdowns. <sighs>
2: I mean, like I said, he he made some miraculous catches, but I don't know if he's top five, but we, I feel like I need, I need to see a list and remember, this is probably, I mean, if I can't remember them, then obviously they'd probably not worthy, but I feel like we are missing somebody.
1: Yeah, 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 Arneth Battle, I mean,
2: Ty Streets Battle, we had some guys, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some there were some good receivers here, man. I know I'm I'm sure we're missing names. People are gonna say Tory Smith. Um hey,
2: Tory Smith did a nice little stand. I mean, would you put Marquis David? Anquan Bolden
1: and 2000 I mean,
2: 2, yard
1: seasons for the Niners. Right? Yeah,
2: so, and Quan Bolden would probably be right after Terrell Owens, in my opinion. Oh wow,
1: wow. okay. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad and at And then that.
2: John Taylor. So now who's gonna go in that five? Because are we gonna put is, is, are we gonna put Debo? like in the top receivers for the 49ers? I mean, he breaking records. I know he ain't
1: been here long, but. he yeah, is. that's fourteen hundred that, yards. Not a that, lot of 49ers. That, I mean, Jerry Rice that, and him, I think that, the only two that's years, That's right? it.
2: That's like speed volumes, bro. So yeah. like, I don't yeah, know. I think, if Brandon I, think, Lloyd, I think
1: you might have to put him in there already. You know what I'm saying? I think so. That would Even, be ahead of Brandon Lloyd, too. That would be ahead of Brandon Lloyd.
2: So Damn. that's why I had him in my top 10. And that's why I'm glad we did this little exercise, because I was forgetting cats.
1: Mm-hmm. But I'm,
2: I'm going to keep talking, y'all. I'm going to go on mute, and, and I'm going to head out. I'm going to get in the car.
1: Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, you oh, you staying on, though. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. See, they think, Callie, why you got to do me like this, bro? I don't hate Kittle, I promise you. There was a question earlier, Wayne, where it was Brent Jones, Vernon Davis, or George Kittle. Like, that was the question, and my order was... The Vernon Davis error was my favorite error. Like living it. So you, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and Vernon so Davis had
2: 213, 13 BD
1: first. I went with Vernon Davis, then I went with Brent Jones, and I went with George Kittle. Gotcha.
2: I would go um Kittle. I would go Davis and then Brent.
1: You on top of it? Mm-hmm. No, be careful, don't fall. Uh, Where'd it go, where'd it go? Damn, I just saw a question here. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, At which point of the season do you feel we will get a settled in Trey Lance? So like, how many games is it it gonna take for Trey to like, all right, I'm here. Like this this is the Trey Lance that we're gonna see.
2: I think after that first quarter of the season, right? So after the first four games, Trey gonna have some travel under his belt. He's gonna have more experience. I Think the game would be super more slowed down for him. Right. And then the first quarter, I think it's a wrap. It's all smooth sailing.
1: Yeah, I, I think I think about five games or so after the first five games. Because by then he'll have two primetime games under his belt already. Uh yeah. you know what I'm saying? The Rams and the Broncos. Like he all right, like now you win it, man. Now you gotta do it. Oh, my battery's gonna die soon. Like so we gotta wrap this soon. thing up soon. Okay we gotta uh, I just walked into a heat wave,
2: bro. You you ain't telling me it was hot
1: outside. Oh, yeah. So you missed my rant earlier. I got the pool set up for the kids when they get home from school today oh, and everything. Oh, nice. nice.
2: 91
1: degrees out here, man. I went out there and did my thing. Had to clean it out with the little, you know, the little pool net. You got to fish all the leaves yep. and twigs and dead bugs out, with, you know. Uh, it says, yo, Mike, who do you think is going to be our sixth receiver we keep on the roster? Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure they keep six, bro. No, they keep a six, though.
2: Why? Because they need to keep six.
1: Hear me out. Debo. I will. Turn yeah. it down, baby. Turn it down. Debo, Ayuk. Yep. Annie Gray. Yep. Jawan Jennings. Yep. Ray Ray McLeod.
2: That's the five. And they're going to keep one more to, to kind of like dispel all those guys. And I think the guy that they keep is the one that can do kind of like what the, what those guys can do. You know, a, a guy that can play special teams, a guy that could be a receiver, a guy that could play the X, the Y, maybe a little bit of the Z. So I think that guy would be the veteran uh, Malik Turner. I think that's the guy that they bring in. Got you. Um, that's going to make that sixth spot. You know what well, I'm big, saying? Big but play
1: Tay is out there also. Don't, don't forget.
2: There's a bunch of – I think some guys are going to end up making that practice squad and be able yeah. to be stashed. I think the 49ers yeah. are doing dead right,
1: bro. Yeah, we'll see. I, I Right now, I, I got him keeping five. If I had to pick six, I'm forcing a 6-1. So, But again, that's what preseason's for. We need to see somebody stand out wait. to us, whether it's on special teams as a gunner or something like yeah. that, and then making plays out there in the third or fourth quarter. So we got time. Uh yeah, I Jorge can't says, wait until we do that exercise, bro. Right. Jorge says, Mike, have you ever done a crazy bet, like put your hair on the line or saved eyebrows? Uh, not with anybody who would like – I've done stuff with significant others like you shaving, but it ain't, it ain't your eyebrows. (laughs) That's the closest I came. And I got my daughter, I can't say nothing to, to, you know, foul or flagrant. So that's it, man.
2: Wait, did she she not get paid either? Or she just didn't want to go to school? my wife? No, your daughter.
1: Did she not get paid?
2: Yeah, cause you home cause you didn't get
1: no paycheck. So why she home? Oh, my wife is the state of New Jersey honors uh, Juneteenth. They, my wife worked for the state, so she's off today. Oh, so they got off today and not yeah. Monday.
2: Okay, so we got yeah. off Monday.
1: No, I don't have off either day. I, I called out today. My job said we don't care. <laughs> we don't care I mean, so people, much. Because you, your job anything. is
2: in charge of people's lives.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah it, that That is like, it's it's a hospice company. Like people need his medication, stuff like that. So. Uh, Mike, do you think Deshaun Watson will be suspended for the whole season? Could Jimmy be dealt to Cleveland? Uh, no and no. What do you think, Wayne?
2: I think Deshaun Watson will not play football this year. Um, and will Jimmy be dealt to Cleveland? Probably not. Um, I just I just don't think Jimmy will be dealt to Cleveland, yo. But I, thought, I don't think Watson plays this year.
1: I think Jimmy's got a better shot at being a Seahawk than he does a Brown. Same here. All right, we got. And I don't two know super why chat. we
2: just don't deal him to the Seahawks anyway.
1: Right, we got two super chats I want to get to before my battery dies. Here, uh, this one says, "Sean Shepard, thank you." He says, uh, "When you come back to San Francisco, I will take you out to have a Thai Boston Green Curry Bowl." Yeah, it's spicy, <laughs> a Boston local favorite. We make it better than the we make it better on the West Coast. No, and then Breeze comes on.
2: <laughs> so Sean knows what he's doing, yo, because he, he's,
1: he's, he's Sean. <laughs> he poking the bear, bro. He's sitting here poking the bear. Hey, speaking of L- poking luckily, the bear,
2: I'm 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 like a Care Bear right now. I'm, I'm feeling good. My son graduated today. I'm in a good mood. That's what's up. Good for him, man. Good for Rome, man. That's what's up. Thank you. He's graduated from pre-K, ready for kindergarten. And this cat, this cat woke up. And wanted to wear his cap and gown to
1: school. Damn right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I mean, you got to tell him no. We can't do that. But I know. I, but I, I, I like the initiative. Ready.
2: Yeah, he's ready, man. He's yeah, that's ready,
1: what's up, man. That's that's so that's so good for him, man. That's really good for him. Uh, but l- did you see that video going around last week on Twitter? The guy poking the lion through the cage. No, did the lion get him? Sure did. Pulled his whole finger off. You could see the tendons and everything come out of my man's finger. It was crazy. You poke the, you poke the beast. You gonna Yo, get. The we better beast, stop man.
2: messing with these animals, man. They got yeah. a different strength.
1: Yeah, they absolutely did. So I was playing with yeah. my
2: cat yesterday, right? And 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 I was like pet my cat, but my cat kept telling me to stop petting him a certain way. So the cat literally got up because he was sleep. You don't mess with cats when they sleep. So the cat um, got I'm him not a right
1: cat head. i trust you i believe you
2: all right so, so my cat got up repositioned himself and said phew! i said yo who are you swinging at cause he was like you i told you to stop messing he told me to stop patting him and i kept doing it and he turned around and got me i looked at him and then he knew he was wrong so he got up and just did he you know he did doubt
1: and cats but, got hands too i seen him do that little like yeah they'll get you man they'll get you i like it man uh we have one more super chat here from sean he says thanks mike someone is on an operating table where is my heart mike i called in sick sorry he must be he must be bad uh don't y'all think if trey is competent we will do better instead of jimmy's instead of jim's guesses just saying all right so two things here um I did call out today. I do feel kind of bad about it for the patient's sake, but not for the company's sake. This is their responsibility. They got to get this right. You're not paying me. What am I working for? Like, pay me and I'll come back to work. That's all. Um, I got to stay in the mind too, right? Uh, the other thing here, uh, if Trey is competent, is a competent Trey better than the version of Jimmy Garoppolo we got last year? Because I think Sean's on yeah, the phone.
2: I mean, yeah, because like you want like like Trey just seems like the type of kid or quarterback or young man like that understands exactly his situation right and so like him being competent him understanding him knowing you know what I'm saying yo I gotta do this I gotta do that whatever if I do this if I make this mistake I gotta shake it off I gotta come back my team is dependent on me and you heard Trey say that he only wants to be out there to be best for his teammates i i, I don't mm-hmm. know how much we keep overlooking the little thing like that mm-hmm. that right there for me might speaks volumes because you got a 22 year old kid that's saying i want to be best i want to be my best version of myself so that i can right. be best for them right And so that like that's that's more than competence man that's that's competence, confidence, that's, that's, you can't teach that, bro. bro and Why just I,
1: look at the work he's putting in, right? The receiving I, I, camp, the receiver camp that he had before OTAs, right? Before, before all that stuff. Yeah, the one then in he LA, comes in, yes. And then he comes in, he does his thing here. And then he stays after the kids can continue to work with people. This kid's a workaholic, man. Like this is, this is really, really good. And, and also what Diesel Elliott's comment here, have y'all noticed Trey's demeanor at the podium compared to Jimmy's? You know, Jimmy was there like that's just what, going through the motions. Trey is kind of owning the moment when he's up there. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty cool. Like, I, I don't know. I like, I like it. I like it. And uh, Ian and, Sharp and says, even, Com- competent even, means what?
2: I was going to say something about Trey Lance. Um, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo. Even when Jimmy knew he was the guy, when because Jimmy, Jimmy was the man. Let's not get it twisted. He Absolutely. still didn't have that demeanor of, like, you know what I'm saying? He was that. Like, he just still had a weird demeanor at the always
1: felt yeah. shy and nervous to me at the podium. Yeah. I never really got a confident. You know when I got a confident, Jimmy? Uh, when he realized his time was up, he was like, yeah, that shit hurt, man. Like, when he just started, like, letting his That was his the realest down. Jimmy we
0: heard. Right,
1: right. Like, that's when, like, he had a little stretch right there. With, like, two or three pressers in a row where he was just like, hey, look, I know, I know what the future is. Like, now I can just be me. And he kind of let his guard down. But the whole time he was here, you saw the nervous ticks, the wiping the face, the touching the water bottle, you know, the grabbing his, fixing his clothes. So those are all nervous ticks. You don't see that from Trey already. So, uh, but Ian Sharp asked a question. here. It's going to be the last one before uh, this, this cuts off on me. He says, competent means what? It just means like,
2: like just, just having the knowledge of, of like, he's, it's just a knowledgeable knowledgeable kid like understanding situations knowing things and 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 not and being a risk taker I think plays part of being what competence is because in order to be competent in order to know like you gotta know that you gotta go through certain situations in order to be better. So I just feel like Trey has that competence. It's not confidence but confidence is part of what makes him a competent quarterback. Like, right. You know and what I'm saying? And so
1: you wanna see your quarterback man. be able to do the basic stuff to me. I I don't need a guy that can throw forty passes deep down the field and complete all forty of them. Right? I need right. I need competent quarterback play. I need somebody to hit the wide open guys. I don't care if they're in stride. They, if they got to stop and turn around, but when they're wide open, you can't miss them. Right? Right. Like, Make, that from, right. Like or, Jimmy or, missing wide open juice, but then everybody
2: talking trash about Trey Lance because he underthrew
1: Debo uh, for that long touchdown, Ebo,
2: but it was the right throw, and and Debo got the touchdown. Like, exactly, complaining about the right throw.
1: Right, right. Get if the ball to the
2: wide open guy. His head would have been served on a platter. So we still found a way to critique the wide open throw. But when Jimmy throws the ball over Juice's Head or throws a high hospital ball to a guy like George Kittle and makes him do a pilates oh on like. Like that, I don't understand that. So competence is just knowing when to do the things that you're supposed to do at the right time. And I think that's what Trey right. has.
1: It doesn't mean being perfect. perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Right. absolutely. It
2: doesn't mean being perfect. It does not mean being perfect.
1: All right, guys, that's gonna do it for us here, man. Thank y'all so much for jumping on here. Uh, we're not gonna do any final thoughts because this was just a QA thing. You know, we didn't really come in with too much of a game plan. We talked about a couple of things. By the way, uh, one more time, I do want to say. A congratulations to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the first uh black female part team owner for the Denver Broncos and Melody Hobson, man. Oh, uh, man that is congrats. big, big, big news, man. 4.65 billion sale, and Melody Hobson is coming in here as a part team owner, man. The first one of her kind, man. That's where change starts, and what a way to talk about it! Than Juneteenth Winking. I mean, come on, bro. Come on, man. You see the universe start sending the signals. You got to acknowledge it, man. So that's going to do it for us here today, man. We thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always. I mean. Mike, did you freeze up? Faithful. All right, Breezy. Here's the outro. Take us home, bro.
2: Me. We them nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing nothing, uh, but niners. We nothing but niners. We We uh, We them nothing but niners.